This is the Iowa State Athletics Sidecast. This Sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Visit any Van Wall location today to test drive the full lineup of John Deere compact utility tractors with the power and versatility to conquer anything this season. I'm John Walters. Today's Sidecast is a visit with former Iowa State women's basketball star Julie Goodrich-Blake. Mike Green, director of Letter Winners Engagement, visited with Julie, who scored over 600 points from 1975 to 77 and took part in the first women's basketball game to be played at Hilton Coliseum. She remains a big Cyclone fan today, and it's all part of our celebration of 50 years of Cyclone women's basketball. The Sidecast is provided to you by the Iowa State Letter Winners Club, bridging the gap between legend and legacy by engaging in our past to invest in our future. We hope you'll enjoy this visit with Julie Goodrich Blake. Welcome everyone to our latest Sidecast, and we have an awesome guest today and Julie Goodrich-Blake. And if you're unfamiliar with Julie, she was one of our first Iowa State women's basketball players. She was on many of our early teams. And this season we are celebrating the 50th anniversary of Iowa State women's basketball. And it's great to have uh, Julie as a guest. Thank you so much for joining us, Julie. Well, thank you for asking me. I, it's my pleasure. I've enjoyed all the sidecasts that you've done. I've enjoyed getting to know some of our alumni that I didn't wasn't aware of, so that's been fun for me. Well, thank you, Julie. And you know, once again, uh, you know, Iowa State women's basketball started its first season in 1973-74, and you were on the second team, I believe. Correct. Uh, so, uh, so your freshman year was 1974-75. But let's go back a little before that. You were a star player at Adel High, and <laughs> at that time, you know, I mean, I looked up some stuff on you, Julie, and you know, you had a 59-point game in high school, and. <laughs> Obviously, obviously, what some people may not remember, but you know, I was Iowa high school basketball was playing six on six instead of five on five. Um, but you were two-time All-State selection, and twice Adel made the state championship game. Tell me about some of your memories of playing high school basketball, because the state of Iowa was really progressive compared to the other states of having the opportunities for women, well, I guess you should say girls, to play play high school sports. Absolutely, the unique thing for us growing up in small town Iowa. The small towns had sports for girls. And yeah. and so we didn't think growing up in the 70s, we didn't think that it was any big deal because our mothers played, our grandmothers, our aunts. I mean, a lot of people came before us. We weren't the first in high school. So yeah. I think it you didn't know it when you grew up in a small town in Iowa that the other, even the large schools in Iowa and across the country, the the girls weren't getting that opportunity, but so it wasn't new to us. I grew up, started out living in Redfield, Iowa. Dexfield was a school and yeah. they had good teams. And my parents, for their social life as young parents, they would take us to all the games. And so that's how I really became interested. And, and uh, then when I moved to Adel in fourth grade, there was an outstanding PE teacher Bill Summy, and he had little tournaments in PE class. So we got started playing just little basketball tournaments yeah. in PE. And then we had an outstanding coach. Seventh grade through 12th grade, I had the same coach for softball, basketball, and track. So yeah. uh, lucky me, I had a good coach. So Yeah. Well, so like your senior year, Iowa State started its women's basketball program. I'm assuming you probably didn't even know that that happened, did you? I was not aware, and I really wasn't, I wasn't recruited. I got a couple letters. I'm trying to think, William Penn had a team. Yep. 
and locally. I got a couple letters, but I wasn't thinking I was going to go to college and play basketball. So I chose to go to Iowa State because my high school boyfriend went to Iowa State. So I was following him up there. So the women's basketball coach for Iowa State when I was a freshman was Lynn Wheeler. And she was also teaching the tennis class that I signed up to take in the fall of 74. Okay. And she said, would you like to try out for basketball? I said, oh, I don't really know. I had a pretty intense experience in high school. I was, I really, we only got two weeks off. If you played softball, ran track and basketball, you only got two weeks off all high school. So I was thinking I wasn't going to play, but she talked me into trying out, so. So that was your recruiting pitch, just being in a tennis class. Exactly. (laughs) And the, the thought that, the head coach for Iowa State women had to teach classes like that. That's yeah. something I know they don't do now, probably. I would have done anyway. No, no, but it's not that way anymore. But So they had open tryouts, right? I assume. And right. you know, how did you find out you made the team? I think she probably posted it on a bulletin board in the locker room. That's where we played in the Forker building. So I, it's a little vague. I can't really – no one called me. It wasn't a cause yeah. for – huge celebration. And I would have to say, I wasn't surprised to make the team. I'm not bragging. I don't think, I don't think it was because of my ability. There just weren't that many people trying out. And it was mostly Iowa girls. I knew of the team. I knew a lot of the players on the team from high school. So most of us had played six player. It wasn't sophisticated like my high school program. So it was more I would have to say it was kind of like rec ball in a way. Yeah, yeah. The thought of it. And so it wasn't real serious. I didn't feel maybe my, I'm sure our coach was serious. (laughs) But I wasn't thinking it was serious, you know, like it was in high school. So Yeah. Well, so you were a forward in high school, which meant that you were on the side that was going to score. Correct. And the other side would be considered a guard. And so they were the ones that would defend it. So how tough was that for you to transition from six on six to five on five, um, even though you probably had the scoring part down, but you probably didn't have the defensive part down? So we did play front court defense when in six player basketball, when the opposing guards would bring the ball up the court yep. to get it into their forwards. We did. Our coach insisted that we play defense. But yes, playing full court, you know, defense or trapping full court that was something that i didn't know anything about also running plays with five people involved versus three three on three basketball is a lot of fun and it's you can score a lot of points that way and i think even nike had some tournaments three on three basketball tournaments in the summer for men because it was so much fun Today's sidecast is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Van Wall Equipment and John Deere are proud to support Iowa's farmers in the field and Iowa State Athletics on the field. Well, you mentioned this that you know the Iowa State women's basketball games at that time were played in the Forker Building, which was like, like you said, I think it was just called the Women's PE Building. building. Yeah, right. If, if people don't know and haven't been inside the Forker Building, it's not an arena. No. <laughs> It's just, were, a, it's, it's just a gym. And, and so, like, what do you remember from those games of, like, bringing in bleachers and what they were like? So there was five rows of bleachers on one side, 
And we all had friends around campus that would come watch. My parents came up to watch. Some parents came. But I would say we would get 30 people, maybe. It didn't make a huge impact on me, so I don't really vividly remember, yeah. you know, selling out or anything. Like when I played in high school, it was standing room only, yeah. you know. Um, so it was just so different. But it was fun because I really liked the people on the team. And like I said, we knew of each other from high school. So I don't even know what our record was. <laughs> but yeah. here's, here's a funny little thing. The first game, I remember we had uniforms. They weren't real fancy or anything, but it didn't matter. And then we said, do we have warm-ups? And somebody checked and they said, well, we need to go get the warm-ups from the swimmers. We borrow their <laughs> warm-ups. When yeah. we play. So, I mean, the difference between a basketball player's physique and a swimmer, the tops were real big in the shoulders and big, and then the pants were pretty short. Yeah. And most basketball players have long legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I remember thinking, this is kind of rinky-dink, because I had, in my high school program, my coach had people that did our laundry. We had a garment bag we picked up right before we went to a game we didn't even pack our own uniforms so i went from probably what it's like now in division one women's basketball at, in college i went from a program like that in high school and then went to iowa yeah. state and I, we were running around trying to find the swimmers to get our warm-ups <laughs> that's a funny yeah. story i you know I, I remember i i i talked to lynn uh you know lynn wheeler not yes. just last summer, but the summer before. And I remember she was telling me that because the locker rooms were so far away, yes. that at halftime, you guys would just use an equipment room. Yes. To, you didn't go to your locker room at halftime. You just like went to a side equipment room right. just to, go, to go over strategy. I mean, I you try to explain yeah. that to the new people. And like, it's just, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? Oh, it is. I love what's happened to the women's game in, in college. It's, it's just unbelievable and just so thrilled that Iowa State has such a good program and and ironically in the old days if you said you played basketball at Iowa State you know no one really got too excited about that but my husband once in a while will drop it in a conversation that I played basketball at Iowa yeah. State and because of the program the way it is now everybody thinks that was a big deal but it really yeah, was yeah. so it's yeah. kind of funny and, and then, you know, to kind of explain to the, you know, the younger generation, I mean, the first, you know, three, four years of Iowa State women's basketball, you really weren't playing a, a big eight schedule. You weren't really no. in a league. You just were kind of just playing teams around the state or around the Midwest, which made uh, scheduling and traveling unique because you're just basically playing Iowa-based schools, weren't you, those, those first few years? Yes. I'm trying to think where we went. We went to Forest City and played Waldorf. There was a team... I don't know if it's the town called Dyke or a school there, but we went to Dyke, Iowa and played a team. We went to Lamar's, is that a town? Lamar's, yep, Iowa? Yep, yep, yep. Whatever school was there, maybe. Which, which might be, um, I think it was Westmar. Yes, Westmar, we played Westmar. Westmar. Yep. Yep. We which played, doesn't exist anymore. We played Grandview. Which isn't that far away, obviously. In right. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying to think now. We did. So I played for three years. My senior year, I student taught out at Ames High and coached out there. But we did take one trip where we flew to 
Boulder, Colorado. And that was probably my junior year. So we flew. We had one trip. And most of the time when we went into Missouri and played, we took those nice buses. What are they called? Charter buses. Yep, yep. But around Iowa, we literally would drive ourselves. Like we would get a van. And I always remember thinking I wanted to drive. And I would say, I'll drive, I'll drive. So we would drive you know, the team in a van, and then you'd get there and have to jump out and play, which, you know, a lot of times you were tired, your legs were tired. and Yeah, it, absolutely. It wasn't yeah. ideal at all, but no, I no. don't know. We we had fun. We had a lot of fun, but it wasn't as serious. It, Coach Wheeler would probably disagree, but I would say the players on the team mostly came from small Iowa schools that had really good programs, and so it was a kind of a letdown as far as comparing yeah. it to our high school experience. And I think a lot of early athletes at Iowa State can say that because, I mean, it was such in the infant stages of trying to build a women's athletics program at the time. And I know that if you say that to someone, I'm like, what, that, that can't be possible. But um, when, you, yeah. when you go back, it actually is accurate. And I remember Coach Wheeler saying it was difficult to find practice time. And right. I, I, I don't know if you like uh, recollect you know, they, where did you have to practice just to, so because they, it was hard to find court time, wasn't it? They had PE classes in our gym. So we would, and then I think the volleyball was someone, volleyball probably practiced too in there. So yeah. it was fighting for the P, for with the PE classes. And so anybody that was a major in phys ed pretty much lived over in that new PE building. And so their classes would be there in that gym. So, yeah, I don't remember that because obviously Coach Wheeler was having to do that, all that work. I just remember they'd tell us when to go to practice and we'd show up. But I'm sure that was something Coach Wheeler was dealing with and the logistics were terrible. And I, a funny story, I mean, I think it was my junior year, Coach Wheeler wanted to play in Hilton. And I don't really remember as a player thinking I had to play in Hilton, but I know coach Wheeler was ahead of, you know, she was thinking, you know, this, we're not getting the same treatment as men. And so they play in Hilton. We should play in Hilton. So I remember Lou McCullough was the athletic director and he showed up at practice and he had us all sit down. We'd, we'd been practicing. He had us all sit down and he had a roll of tickets, those kind where you just tear off a little ticket stub. And he said, okay, if you want to play in Hilton, and he threw the tickets on the floor and he said, you can sell your own tickets to the game. And I remember thinking, what? We have to sell our own tickets? I mean, I didn't have to do that obviously in high school. So I'm thinking, Wow, so now we're going to ask all these people, these 30 people that come to our games that come for free, now we're going to ask them to pay and come watch us at Hilton. But we did play the first game in Hilton. Regardless of your profession, the color of your collar, or your standard of style, step confidently into the spotlight with authentic brand gear. It's the premium label our team wears, and you too can enhance your company's image with authentic brand. Insist on it from your trusted supplier. Yeah, so that was your last year, and it was on um, on December 1st, 1976. Iowa State played Drake, and that was the first ever women's basketball game played in Hilton. And 
I can't imagine what that would be like for you all at that time to after coming from the Forker building and then to play in Hilton and uh but you did sell tickets there was there was a good crowd that day and it really opened the door for the yes. future didn't it do you know how many people were even there do they know what the attendance was I think I I I actually went back and read the article I think there was I think it was like 2000 some wow that's yeah. amazing yeah, it really I, is. yeah I remember years later after I moved back to Minnesota and I would have been in my 40s Iowa State had a very good team and my husband and I were friends with the Minnesota Lynx first basketball coach his name was Brian Agler and he was coming down to Ames to scout a couple players one yep. was from Oklahoma City and one was from Iowa State I can't remember who he was scouting so he asked us to come along and if it wasn't sold out it appeared to be we sat on press row and i literally cried yeah it just was so emotional to be in there and have this be a women's game and have so many people show up and i didn't realize before that how it affected me you know yeah. To, to know that i was there when there were just a few people it was hard to play in hilton with so few people because the basket appeared to be just out yeah. in outer space. Yeah, it's, it's massive. It's, it's a massive yeah. building, you know, and yeah, yeah. I, I can totally see that. The floor is much, much bigger than yep. the Forker building. Yep. So yep. we were all exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do remember, you know, when I did talk to Coach Wheeler, she told me a funny story where they're in Hilton and um, it was the first time that there was ever equipment manager or person asking for the dirty laundry because you had never had that before because right. you had to clean your own laundry yes. and they were just like flabbergasted that someone would actually take the the dirty the dirty jerseys yeah. and go clean them i don't know if you remember that or i mean everything was so odd you didn't take anything for granted i think in high school i probably did i was treated pretty pretty special in high school. And when you got to college and we were playing, you know, and being what they call a pioneer, you didn't take anything for granted, that's for sure. Well, you guys beat Drake that day. So the first the first game in Hilton was a victory for the Iowa State women's basketball. That's, that's a yep. good thing, yeah. Yep. And um, one of your teammates was Pat Hodgson, who's in the Iowa State Hall of Fame, great player. What type of player was she? Oh, uh, Pat was just one of those natural athletes. She could do anything. And on the basketball court, I've never seen moves like Pat had. And, you know, she was really good in track and field. And, and I think she was on the track team at Iowa State also. She and Faye were multi-sport athletes, Faye Perkins. Yep. And both of them were just unbelievable athletes, just natural. Like I would say I wasn't a natural athlete. I worked really hard in high school and on fundamentals and that type of thing. but. Those people were, they would make the teams today. Now, I yeah. don't think I would make the team. If I was playing now, I mean, I don't think I would make the team, but those two gals would, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and, and then, you know, Pat was from Glenwood. Did you ever play against her in high school? I didn't play basketball against her, but I did run track against her, and okay. she blew me away. I mean, she <laughs> was, and even, I think today, she still does triathlons. I okay. mean, she's just a phenomenal athlete. And yeah. Faye, too. Faye was an unbelievable softball player. And Faye didn't have basketball like Pat and I had basketball all through high school. But Faye 
came from a larger school. So I think they only got it her junior, senior year. So yeah, it yeah. was remarkable that Faye could even play college basketball because, but that's how good an athlete she was. You know, every year it seemed like, and obviously you got to start small and, and everything obviously gets better and improves, but every year you'd start playing better teams and better scheduling. And then you start getting better facilities and better everything. And I, I think it was your senior year was the first year that uh, Iowa State actually played in the Big Eight tournament. Yes. And was that what you're talking about going to Boulder? I would have gone to Boulder junior year. Yeah, actually, I think that was your, your, your yeah. junior year. Yep. And I think we had a Big Eight tournament junior year because okay. my senior year, I was student teaching and didn't play basketball. I mean, can you believe that? If you're an athlete today, you would play as long as you could play. And I'm like, oh, I've got a student teach and I, I student coached at Ames High and they were still playing six player basketball. So that's how I got one of my first jobs was okay. having student taught there. So I didn't play my senior year, um, oh. but we did have a big, but I don't think it was called an NCAA tournament. I think it was still AIAW. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so know. Yeah, yeah, because at that time, I um, all women's athletics were not under the NCAA; it was under the AIW. Right. And, and so AIW had their own little regional and sectional tournaments. But like, do you ever, you know, Julie, recollect even media covering your games? Well, <laughs> there were a couple articles when I played basketball in college that were in the Des Moines Register, and I know yep. that because my mom had a scrapbook. But it was funny because that article was more focusing on, oh, look, here's Julie Goodrich. She played, remember, she played for Adele, and now she's up here playing at Iowa State. But it was more of a where is she now from high school rather than focusing yeah, on yeah. the college game. When I was in high school, we got a lot of publicity and a lot of press, I think because we were so close to Des Moines. But in college, I don't remember it being a big deal like it is now. It's yeah. just phenomenal what's happened to the game. And the, the caliber of the athlete is just, yeah. it's just so fun. fun yeah. So fun to watch. Absolutely. And like, you know, Julie, have you ever thought about if you were just three years older, you wouldn't have had a chance to play at Iowa basketball State. at Iowa State? I, I mean, know. I mean, you're kind of fortunate that, that, that you actually came at the right time and you, and you were there at the beginning. And, you know, once again, if you're three years older, you would never have that opportunity. And I will tell you, Mike, back then, it did not matter what caliber of program it was. When you have that on your resume, that opens so many doors. Yeah. The fact that you played basketball in college, even back then, opened. I mean, I literally could get any interview because I'm sure because of that, you know. So I would say, yeah, lucky me. Yeah. But we but it's so funny when you're there. I, I remember a story at the 30 year reunion of the history of women's basketball at Iowa State. They had a gathering and most of my teammates came and we sat at a round table and there were current players and then players from our our generation all the way to current. And the then Athletic director was Bruce, Bruce Vandevelde. Yeah, Bruce Vandevelde. Yeah. He said, would, would this table stand up right here? And it was our table. <laughs> we didn't know why he wanted us to stand up. So we all stood up. I think we were feeling pretty proud. And he said to the rest of the, the people in the, at the banquet, look at these women. 
Take a look at these women right here, standing up at this table. These are the pioneers. <laughs> I remember mm. we were like 40 years old and we we're thinking, yeah. what? We're too young to be pioneers, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah. But that's kind of how they thought of us, I guess. On Football Saturdays, our John Deere run of the game is brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Nothing runs like a deer, especially when supported by the team at Van Wall Equipment, the Cyclones John Deere dealer of choice. Well, you know, all in all, Julie, I mean, I, I assume you had a outstanding experience playing a basketball oh. in Iowa State. And, how, you know, oh. because you come back to our, I mean, you're very yeah. active in our stuff and we're really proud that yeah. you are. And, but like, you know, like, like you said earlier, when you tell someone that you played college basketball at Iowa State, it, I mean, it is a source of pride for you, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, in some ways I feel like an imposter because it wasn't like it is now. But and now the Iowa State women's program is nationally known and kudos to them and the program that Bill Finley's built. But I'm kind of riding on their coattails a little bit. I mean, when people think, oh, you played basketball at Iowa State, they think it was like it is now. And it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm very proud of what's happened with the program. And it, it's funny how the women today don't realize what it was like back yeah. then. I mean, yep. I guess that's good. Good for them. They don't have to to know that. They don't have to hunt for the swimmers to get their warm ups. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julie, this has been wonderful. Thank you for taking the time. You know, oh. once again, you know, Iowa State celebrating the 50th anniversary of a women's basketball, and we're going to have a, a reunion celebration, yeah. and um, you know, we'll get all that stuff out to you. We hope that you can come back with your teammates oh, yes. because you're you're just a big part of this program as everyone else is. So, thanks, thank Julie, you so for... much. I've talked to my teammates. I think we're going to all try to make it. So awesome! That'd be yeah. great. We love to have you come back. So thanks for inviting me to speak. I appreciate it. Today's sidecast was brought to you by Van Wall Equipment. Stop by one of their locations and learn how to farm better, work smarter, and play harder when you run with Van Wall and John Deere. Thanks for listening.